0: Welcome to Hadley Presents. I'm your host, Ricky Enger, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation with the experts. In this episode, Hadley member Judy Davis joins us as we define and discuss audio description for TV shows, movies, and more. Welcome to the show, Judy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I am delighted to have you. And you've actually been here before. You've done a podcast with us on low vision support groups, and that was fantastic. And again, really happy to have you back. And uh, we're going to have a great time talking about audio description today. But before we get into that, why don't you just give us a brief introduction? Tell us a bit about yourself, and uh, as much as you're comfortable sharing about your vision loss journey. I was
1: diagnosed with my eye disease, retinitis pigmentosa, when I was quite young. I had pretty normal vision through my teens into my early twenties. I I did not drive. I never felt safe driving. But you know, mid twenties, late twenties, I did start using a white cane. I learned Braille through Hadley, Yay. <laughs> so that was my initial contact with Hadley many, many years ago, um, and my vision is now to the point where I have enough vision when I wake up, it's like, oh, it's still dark outside, go back to sleep, or <laughs> it's light outside. You probably should check the time and see if it's time to get up, um, and my background is education-wise, library science, but I've worked for different state agencies, helping people learn how to use computers with vision loss, and learning daily living skills with vision loss, so wide range of thing. And I'm so glad you invited for me for this because the two passions I have that relate to my vision loss, one is support groups. So I'm so happy to do that one. And the other one is audio description. I mean, I have been involved with audio description probably from
0: almost its conception. So it's just lovely. Wow, I definitely picked the perfect person to come and talk about this then. And we're going to chat about ways that you can get audio description, maybe some things to think about as you are looking for material on audio description, all of those things. But before we do that, it's probably a good idea to actually set the stage and talk about what audio description is is um so how would you describe describe audio description
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what audio description does is ideally when none of the characters are talking then you will hear this extra voice that will describe what's happening what the scenery is if there's a title that comes across it will read you that And, of course, they can't do every little detail, but they work really hard. The producers of Audio Description watch something over and over again, trying to figure out what key details
0: you need to carry the show, to understand the show. And it really is just phenomenal how they do this and the amount of work that has to go into doing it right. Because not only do they have to give you these important details that you would otherwise be getting visually, they have to squeeze those things in where there isn't dialogue or other things uh, that, you know, you don't want someone talking over. So it certainly is an art. So if you think back, what was your very first experience with audio description? How did you get introduced to it? And what did you what was your reaction? What were you feeling? It was like a miracle. That's the
1: best way to describe it. You know, as people know, when they have vision loss, it's loss. It's a loss. And anytime you can feel that loss is no longer there, it, it's just phenomenal. And so I was at American Council of the Blind Conference, and that's one of the consumer organizations that coordinate people with vision loss nationwide, and they learn a lot of things. They help change loss wide range of things. So I was at the ACB conference with a friend, and we learned that they were going to be showing a movie with audio description. And I don't even know if at that point, I knew very much about audio description. Um, and who on earth has heard of the movie Girl of the Limber <laughs> But anyway, that was my first exposure. And just, you know, hearing those details to understand the movie without having to lean over and say, what just happened? What what did that person do? (laughs) Why? Why is that sound making that sound? You know, because you hear this dramatic music and you have no clue what is happening. (laughs) So that was my first exposure. I was so excited. I went back to a support group that I was involved with back in Pennsylvania. And at that point, you could order. I think there were six movies on VHS that had description. And we were all in our 20s. And didn't have a lot of money. So we each picked a different movie. So I picked Top Gun. One of my friends picked Pretty Woman. And another person picked Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And we watched him. And then we'd swapped them around. And I chose Top Gun because I had had a friend, a friend and family members trying to describe what happened in Top Gun. But any of you have ever watched Top Gun? That is a very visual movie. Lots of dramatic scenes, lots of music, and just
0: not knowing what happened. And so that was my first experience. This is such a fascinating discussion because you came to this in a different way than I did. I have been blind since birth, and my first experience with audio description was on TV. There was a series, it was a comedy called That 70s Show. And there was audio description for it. And the narrator was very, very flat and just so-and-so does such-and-such. And, such. Oh, no. and, and <laughs> I was watching this with sighted people and having gone my whole life uh, doing exactly what you said, leaning over to people, what just happened? Or I thought I was clever enough uh mistakenly as it turned out to be able to figure out what was happening during these scenes and so i just thought oh you know audio description i don't need that and i was feeling honestly a little bit self-conscious watching this with someone else who didn't need it so i'm curious did you ever have that feeling of self-consciousness or anything like that? Because when you're watching a movie or a TV show, usually it's with other people. And, you know, did you feel a certain way or how did they respond to audio description if it was happening and they didn't need it? You
1: know, my children grew up with me having audio description. Mm -hmm. So for them, it was just kind of a natural thing. You know, they were probably only three or four when I you know, got exposed to the first, you know, VHS thing. So I, and, you know, we all watched Honey, I trunk the kids. And to them, it was just, oh, you know, it's there. (laughs) Um, And I still remember, you know, eventually audio description became available in movie theaters. And the closest theater at one time was Atlanta, which is like three or four hours away, depending on where the movie theater is from where I live. And then it got to Charlotte, which was like two hours from where I live. So occasionally we would all troop down there for a movie. And I cannot remember if we went and saw Spider-Man or if it was one of the Harry Potter movies with description. And one of my daughters walked out and she said, Mom, I am so glad that had description because there's just no way we could have told you everything that was happening in that movie. (laughs) So for them, it was part of their life. And also most family members love you and they want you to be independent. They want you to have that positive experience. So, you know, I don't think I've ever felt awkward with any of my friends or my family members using that opportunity to enjoy something with them.
0: You are so right about that in that your friends and family love you. They want you to have a good time. And maybe there's a bit of self-interest there where it's like I don't have to describe that because now you have it uh, being described for you and I've also found that as self-conscious as I was about it it turns out that not only do my friends and family not mind it they actually tend to get something out of it as well so if you're walking into the kitchen and getting a drink or more popcorn or whatever as you're watching things You don't have to miss what's happening on the screen because it's being narrated or sometimes the audio description points out something that the sighted people in my life wouldn't otherwise have noticed. So I've been just so happy to not have to think about that. Oh, no, they're not going to like this. It's going to be annoying for them. What I am curious about, though, is. I know that you did have some vision at one time and, you know, certainly watched movies and TVs with vision. And then now as a kind of an avid consumer of audio description, what are some things from that perspective? You know, what can people expect for audio description to do well? What things is it probably not going to give you that you would have had uh, with vision? As you said, there's
1: just not enough time to give us all the details. You know, that old expression of a picture is worth a thousand words.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> they, they, they they can't squeeze in a thousand words in that, you know, 30-second <laughs> you know, musical interlude. <laughs> so, you know, they try their best. Facial expressions, I think if they're key, to what's happening, then they will describe them, but you're not going to get that. I know with some of the TV series I watch, I'm sure maybe when the series first started, they described what the physical attributes of that person was. But it's like, okay, you know, I've watched this series with audio description now for, you know, two or three seasons. And it's like, and I have no clue or no memory of what the people look like, because if they spend a lot of time saying, oh, this person is in their forties, they have brown hair, and they have a mustache, you know, that's going to take away from describing the action and the key elements. So I can't see that I can visualize very many of the characters, just because like I said, there's just, there's not enough time to do everything. You know, sometimes there are those musical interludes where they take the time to describe the scenery. And that's really nice to build up that image of the scenery. But again, there's not always that amount of time to do it.
0: And that makes sense. There have been discussions about maybe doing some alternate audio description where you could choose to watch a pre-audio description sort of thing where maybe you have 10 minutes that talk about the characters and what they're wearing, especially if the outfits are kind of integral to Uh, what you're watching and so on. So there have been discussions about that, but just in general, you're not going to see that. So I know what some people will do if they are still curious about those things is they may go and search for the screenplay. That's a bit (laughs) (laughs) outside anything that I want to do, but there are those options. Look for the screenplay or Maybe it's a chance to, now that your friends and family don't have to tell you what was happening in the movie, they can fill you in afterward about anything that you are curious about. What was she wearing or what were the decorations in that Christmas movie or what have you? And depending on what
1: the type of description you're watching, like if you go to light fitter, oftentimes that light fitter, they will read you the program and describe the sets 15 or 30 minutes before the play or musical actually starts. So, you know, it it depends on the situation, what you're going to have access
0: to as well. That's a really good point. And talking about things like live theater, you know, we've come a long way from just having audio description available on certain vhs tapes now it's available not only on live cable tv on your streaming services like netflix and hulu things like that even in the movie theater uh you'll have that and in some cases live theater like you said so it's available in all these different scenarios but people may be sitting there going uh okay How do I even get started or what can I expect in these different scenarios? So I guess let's talk in general about what you might do to figure out where audio description is and some things that you might think about in a couple of these scenarios. So let's say going to a movie theater. How are you going to get audio description there? How's it going to work?
1: Movie theaters, I think, are pretty widespread with audio description. The tricky thing is, is the first person you talk to at that movie theater may not know what you're talking about. They say, oh, yeah, we have things that make it louder. It's like, no, no, I think you missed the part Why I thought I was blind. <laughs> yes. I don't need it louder. I need it with the description. Um, so and of course, you can do Internet research and that's an option. I worked really hard. To get the ones here in my hometown, feed into it. And unfortunately, not all movies are described yet. So that's something else you have to do research on is to see before you go to the movie theater if it has description. Right. And one website you can visit to learn just about everything you want to know about audio description is that organization I mentioned before, the American Council of the Blind. They have a website, ACB. .org/adp which stands for audio description project and on that website you can explore how you can get access through netflix how you can get access through your cable television how you can find out about movie theaters and which movies have description so that's a good starting place and one key thing that i still do to this day is because things do go wrong at movie theaters is I make sure I have the phone number for the box office. Yeah. <laughs> because what used to happen was the audio description wouldn't work. And whoever I went with ended up having to be the one to take the equipment out and say, this isn't working. And so they'd miss the movie. I'd be sitting there not getting very, as much from the movie as I would like. So It was my responsibility. It's one of those things where we have to advocate. We have to be responsible for ourselves. So I had my phone on and I had the phone number in my favorites. And I would just call the box office and say there's an issue. And they would come and and get it figured out. So I think that is probably still necessary for the day. Because as most of us know, movie theaters have a lot of turnover. So having that contact so that you can get it sorted out with hopefully somebody that knows what they're doing
0: this (laughs) second time around (laughs) yes that's a really good idea and if you've never been to a movie theater with audio description the way that it will work is you'll get this little uh, like Judy mentioned this device and it happens to look pretty similar to the one that they would hand you for amplification of sound so I guess that's one reason that the movie theater staff can get a little confused, but it is a little box and it has a set of headphones with it, but I always bring my own just because I feel better about that. And so you can plug in your headphones and what you'll get then is you will hear all of the lovely movie theater soundtrack and noise and all of that stuff coming out of the theater speakers, but you will also have the audio description coming through that headset, assuming that everything is working properly. When it comes to live TV, there's something called secondary audio programming that you can switch your TV to, and it's not always going to be audio description that comes out of that channel. It may be Spanish, so be aware of that, but that's one way you can do that. I am curious about live theater performances. Have you been to one, Judy, that has audio description provided? Because I have not. So I know that in larger cities, certainly this does happen where you can arrange for this and is I'm assuming it's a similar sort of thing, right? Where you get a listening device and someone is there describing that.
1: Yes, I am very lucky, even though I live in a fairly small city, about 90,000. I think we've had audio described theater now for, oh gosh, 20, 25 years. It's all done by volunteers, so you can't expect perfection. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, you get a similar headset. There's somebody in the back of the theater that has a mask over their mouth. So the people that are sitting around them do not hear the description. And they do do research. These volunteers go to two or three different performances, you know, during the rehearsals and everything and figure out, okay, this is what I want to say. How can I say it? And they do their best to respect so that they're only talking when nobody on the stage is actually talking. And it's it's lovely. It is just fantastic. And like I said, we get there 15 or 20 minutes early. Somebody reads the program because there's usually two people that are trading off. So somebody reads the program, somebody describes the staging, and then another describer will step in when the play or the musical actually starts. And it is, it's is—it's—it's just a really neat experience, just like at the movie theater. And I can just get as much out of it as everybody else can for the most part. And, you know, this is something we didn't mention before. Just having exposure to audio description gives us that same opportunity to discuss when you're out with friends oh did you see this movie and we can join in on that discussion because we did see that movie
0: i love that feeling especially for and i think i can't really say it often enough these movies that may have a 20 minute wonderful chase scene music and uh, it's clearly all very dramatic and There was a time in my life where I had no idea what was happening, and so even if I were to discuss a movie like this with other people, I didn't feel like I had seen the same movie because I hadn't. It was so not impactful because... Whatever was happening during that last 20 minutes that was just the pinnacle of everything that, you know, it's been building up this whole time and here's how it ends. It had to be summed up in two or three sentences by a family member later, and that wasn't the same at all. So you're so right about being able to just be on that level playing field and have that same experiences everyone else because I think that anything like this any entertainment art all of that is a shared experience and you know it feels just very impactful to have all of the information as opposed to very little of it so if someone is sitting here and maybe their eyes glazed over in the middle a little bit when it's like, okay, streaming and Netflix and live, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And they're like, okay, I would love to experience audio description, but this all feels a bit much. Is there somebody that I can just get an intro to this, some kind of low stakes way to experience audio description without a lot of technical know-how or whatever.
1: One thing I enjoy, there's an organization out in Texas called iBug Today. So their website is iBug and it's a letter I and then bug as an insect, B-U-G, and then today.org. And every week, they show a movie via Zoom with audio description. There's no video at all. It's just the audio description. And if you're comfortable joining a Zoom meeting, then that may be one of the quickest, easiest ways to access it. And you can get an email that comes to you every week to show you what movie's being described. And I think right now they're focusing on movies that are up for Oscars. So last week, I saw The Holdovers, which I had not not even heard of with description (laughs) Um, and it was a very good movie. um, And to me, that's one of the quickest ways to do it. Another way to do it is if you have a family member or friend who has Netflix or has cable and would be willing to do a little bit of research with your assistance from that um, ACB website I mentioned, they might be able to turn it on for a movie without too much trouble. Usually, and help me out here if you have better thoughts about this, Ricky. usually if you go under languages for something and then look under the different types of languages or maybe under audio, you should see audio description English. So it's not too hard to turn on from my understanding.
0: That's exactly right.
1: And I think it's on the Disney Plus and Netflix and yes, lots of different formats.
0: Yes. And unfortunately, it's not all exactly the same set of button presses or uh, going into the same menus for every service that's out there. I wish that were standardized, but it is the same general concept. We will have uh, a lot of these links in the show notes. And of course, you can contact Hadley and we can help talk you through, here's my service. How in the world can I get to audio description on it? I would certainly say that if you're feeling a little bit hesitant, like, uh, I don't know, again, maybe you have that same self-consciousness I did, or maybe you just think that it's going to be a little bit overwhelming to get it set up, or any number of other things that might make you hesitate, I feel like it's really well worth it. Anything that you would add to that, Judy? No. I mean, it's just... I am finding myself and I have not cut my
1: cable yet. I still watch cable (laughs) television, Um, you know, and I live alone. And there's just something about being able to settle in and watch a series that I know has audio description so that I don't have to say, wow, I just wonder what happened because my guide dog will not fill in the details. (laughs) They don't (laughs) train them for that. (laughs) No, no. So having that audio description is just so fantastic. And more and more television shows are having it. I mean, the list is just incredible about which TV shows have it. And so you, you just don't know what's going to have description until you do your research.
0: Yeah. And even things that you might not think would have description. So things that are maybe older movies or older TV shows, those are being described retroactively now. So maybe they weren't at the time they were released, but studios are recognizing the importance of this and just how much it adds to the experience and how important this is for people. So we're getting more and more description all the time. And that's a beautiful thing. And there's even some commercials with description, which I I find charming. Usually I fast
1: forward through commercials, but there are are some commercials that have description. And it's like,
0: why not? They should, you know? Exactly. (laughs) We're part part of the buyer's market. (laughs) Right. And we found a car commercial, believe it or not, that has really good audio description. So I should say that we are not associated with Subaru in any way. They're not sponsoring us or anything. But this is just a really good example of how audio description works so yeah let's take a listen does this map show the peninsula trail man interrupts peninsula trail you won't find that on a map he's blind i'll take you there the couple looks doubtful but follows him to their subaru he directs them along the trail and asks you hungry me too take this left they pull into an old diner
1: Now don't eat just yet.
0: They sit at the counter, savoring the smells from the grill. Continuing on, they arrive at the ocean and walk to the cliffs. Feel the wind? If you listen real hard, you can hear the whales. They listen. Back in their Subaru, they pass a beautiful lake. This is my favorite part of the forest. They stop the Subaru, get out, and follow the man through tall trees in the moonlight.
1: Shh, just listen.
0: The couple smiles, you hear that? appreciating the journey. Our Subaru Outback lets us see the world, <laughs> sometimes in ways we never imagined. They drive away satisfied in their Subaru. That is really cool. And I just feel like it illustrates that we don't have to be locked out of anything just because it happens to have a big visual component to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all love listening to our books, but it's nice to have other options for it. You got it. <laughs> and the movie theaters and the television options are just, just fantastic.
0: Well, Judy, your passion about this is really clear. And I, I knew it. I knew I picked the very perfect person to come in and talk about this. Thank you so much for stopping by and, again, just sharing your enthusiasm about audio description. Uh, We will have lots of links in the show notes, and I hope that if you're listening and you've never experienced audio description before, this will give you that little push you need to give it a shot. Do try. Please do try. (laughs) Thanks so much. Got something to say? Share your thoughts about this episode of Hadley Presents or make suggestions for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at hadleyhelps.org. That's p-o-d-c-a-s-t at hadleyhelps.org. Or leave us a message at 847-784-2870. Thanks for listening.